up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Welcome to Tuesday. Uh, it is Plus Platoon Tuesday. I am Kate. I am not Derek, who is usually here introducing us because it's a ladies' night on the Plus Platoon tonight. You'll understand in a second. We are welcome to the Plus Platoon. We are a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the Disney vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that is on the platform. Make sure that you subscribe so you will never miss a moment. Uh, But in the words of my wonderful brother, uh, one person does not a platoon make. And y'all, I am not used to hosting. So I'm going to introduce somebody and I have no idea who's going to pop up because I'm not used to it. So abracadabra enter the tune it's sam <laughs> hello kate oh yes it's ladies night it's ladies and the feelings right oh yes it's ladies and i'm so excited to welcome back my sister from another mr rebecca Woo! i literally sang that song when Kate said, yes, it's ladies night. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to intro with that. <laughs> hey, Sam, I can't do more. <laughs> I love it. And I am so excited that we have one of my favorite humans, Gina, joining us. Hi. What's up, Gina? Hey, Gina. I am so excited to be here to talk about some of my favorite stuff, mainly Disneyland. So that's why I'm here to talk about the land. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. 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 So um, once again, please go and follow us. We are on all major streaming platforms. Um, and and I Pete, who is normally with us, is running our Instagram, who is killing it, by the way. His Instagram posts are so funny. Um, so make sure that you go and like and subscribe at Plus Platoon on all things. Okay. Yay. Um, so usually it would be thrown to me to do the Disney Plus news, but it's not. It's going to Sam. What you got, girl? Hello, my friends, and welcome to your Disney Plus news update. It was announced just this week that Shang-Chi will be getting both a sequel and a series on Disney Plus. We have no other details available, but this announcement shows that they're not done with Shang-Chi for this phase of the MCU. In other news, Disney's Encanto has continued its office uh, box office run of being number one this week. The movie will be released on Disney Plus to all subscribers on Christmas Eve. So it will not be a premium. It will be all subscribers for free. Marvel head Kevin Feige has confirmed that Charlie Cox, 
will be appearing as Daredevil in the up in upcoming things in the MCU. Now, Cox played Daredevil on the Netflix series and will be joining the Disney MCU for the first time. Now, the potential reappearance may be in Spider-Man No Way Home, or if not, then likely in either the She-Hulk or the Echo series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. And, of course, we just found out this week that Disney Plus has earned five nominations for Critics' Choice Awards. Three of four out of the five come from WandaVision. First, WandaVision got nominated for Best Limited Series. Paul Bettany got nominated for Best Actor in a Limited Series. Elizabeth Olsen got nominated for Best Actress in a Limited Series. And Katherine Hahn got nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series. And then What If, um, not my favorite, but favorite of some others in this platoon, or not, and I would say not the favorites of the platoonettes that are here tonight, but it got nominated <laughs> for, for Best Animated Series. So uh, Disney Plus just killing it in the uh, producing and creative community. And that is your Disney Plus news update for the night. Back to you, okay. Kate. I am so excited. I am literally in the middle of Daredevil in my Marvel journey right oh, now. Yeah. <clears throat> I am I'm in the middle. I think I'm on season two, episode like nine of Daredevil. So when they announced that Charlie Cox was making an appearance, I got very excited. But well, I think you're gonna be excited about some other stuff when we talk about Hawkeye. I know, Kate, you haven't seen the third episode of Hawkeye, I but I think we're gonna see some more Daredevil crossover stuff happening. I know, mm-hmm. I know my girl Rebecca and my girl Gina both know what I'm talking about. Oh, there's some so teasers. <laughs> there are some teasers about Daredevil crossover stuff oh. in the MCU from this third Hawkeye episode. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that because we're gonna I love it. that in a sec. We'll do I that right it. now. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, and moving right into that, we are talking about Hawkeye tonight. That's one of the awesome things we're talking about. Um, so we are going to kick it off with Sam. Do you feel like it is still hitting the bullseye or is it off target? What do you think? Lord, this is hitting the bullseye. This is a fantastic series. I wasn't on the show last week to talk about episodes one and two, but I will tell you, I loved episodes one and two, and I loved episode three. I love that we were in a KB Toys warehouse. I mean, who remembers KB Toys back in the day? Uh, that you know, that's where we find our our heroes uh, at the beginning of the episode, and then they escape from the tracksuits. Wrath. Um, we we met this new character, Maya, who's going to be Echo. Um, she's really uh, seems like a cool villain. We also got and here's what I was talking about. We got a spoiler about her uncle. Now, her uncle rumored to likely be Wilson Fisk from Daredevil. So we're talking about the kingpin. Yes. yes! So and and apparently there is some some speculation on the internet that the voice of her uncle that we only heard you didn't see him may have been Vincent D'Onofrio. So we may be getting Vincent D'Onofrio in the MCU like we're getting Charlie Cox in the MCU in, in, in a future series. So there are some really great little nuggets in this episode. It had heart. It had humor. 
you know, the whole interaction between Kate and Clint when he his hearing gets broken and he can't understand her and they're talking at each other and it's just hilarious. And then the my favorite moment, though, was when he's on the phone with his son and Kate's interpreting for him by writing down what the son is saying so that he can answer. It was just a really heartwarming moment. You know, I hope Clint makes it home for Christmas but I'm guessing he's not. Um, and I hope that for his family. But anyway, it's just a fantastic series. I- I'm loving it. I can't believe we're halfway through. Ooh, Rebecca, what did you think? I was also not here for episodes one and two. And I I love it. I really, really do. Um, it's the vibe of being so excited about having Christmas come. I've had it for like, two weeks early now where I just get to, you know, watch my favorite Marvel stories kind of around a tree. And it's, you know, the Christmas music and the chase scene that's over the radio of the car and listening to it in the store that they're in. And it's just in the background, you know, those are, I I love those little details about it as well. Um, I love what Ryan has talked about. The camera work in the chase scene was absolutely phenomenal. Um, spinning it around as it's changing points of view and stuff. And, and it, it, every car, every turn, the car made the camera, like worked with it. It was visually so pleasing to watch. Um, I do, I did love the, the heartwarmingness. It also broke my heart, um, between the two of them. Cause I'm like, it's just so it's to me, it was just so sad because I know that he wants to be there for his family and stuff. Um, I think my favorite part was when they were sitting on the subway and she's saying like, I should probably walk the dog. He's been inside all day. And he's like, you know, you're actually a really good archer, <laughs> like screaming because he has no idea that she said any of the thing that he, you know, he has no idea. And I thought that that was really nice. And then at breakfast, when and then he says about walking the dog right after, right after he says we should probably walk the dog. And it's funny because she had just said it. Um, and then at breakfast, when he finally turns it back on, and she's like, "Has that been off this entire time?" It kind of feels like an older sister, little sister relationship that they've got going on. So I really do enjoy it, and I'm excited to see where it goes next. Uh, Gina, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with everybody. And the one thing I do want to touch upon is the Maya character. I love that she's deaf. I love that so much. What I was hoping was that Clint was a little more better, was a little better at ASL and then that he could understand. That was like my wish. Please just really know ASL and know what she's saying. And hopefully that'll come out that he does know some ASL. That's my only, that was my only thing is please know what she's talking about. I love my, I think she's going to be fabulous. I think she's my favorite thing of this whole, um, so far. I do like that they're finally trying to make Kate likable. I felt like I didn't like her at the beginning and now she has more personality. I feel like I can like her because at the beginning she's just this rich kid that just was had a hard life, whatever. Poor little rich girl story. And now she's getting some personality and I really like her too. So can I'm going to actually bring this up real quick. Yeah. Can we also talk about the costumes? Oh my oh, goodness. Costuming's and amazing. Amazing. Costuming's amazing. Yeah. And her outfits with the, from the aunt's apartment are like, they're oh, like fabulous. on point. They are fabulous and on New point. New York. Yeah. New York lady. Totally. I totally got the New York auntie. I think I had that New York auntie somewhere in my uh, family tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
got some great comments. So Marianne says, this series, the very definition of why I love Marvel. I agree with you 100%, Marianne. That's why I pulled this up. Action, drama, comedy, all wrapped up in one story. Totally love what they're doing with this series. Yeah. I yeah. love that Willie said, um, I'd like to point out, I said a Daredevil cameo would happen last week and Derek shot me down. Listen, Willie, uh, welcome to the club. We have all now been shut down by Derek. <laughs> so welcome. You've arrived. Yeah, and it wasn't a cameo yet. We're, it's it's just a teaser, I would say. But I I, but the cameo is coming, Willie. I think the cameo is coming. But did you hear, again, I haven't watched it. Did you hear Kingpin's voice? You heard him laugh. You heard exactly. You heard him laugh. I'm so mad that I didn't see this episode because I like am literally watching Kingpin. So his voice is so clear in my head Mm -hmm. right now that I'm wondering. I will let you all know. I'll report back next week. We had heard. Let you all know. We Willie and I do a lot of our research and diving in after we've seen the episode Mm -hmm. and. I don't know if you guys watch this YouTuber. He's the new Rockstars channel on YouTube. And he, second by second, breaks down all of the Marvel series shows. We've been watching him since WandaVision, just giving us like all the backside stories of everything. And he, I mean, he's the type that like, if there's signs in the background backwards covered in mud, we'll like try to figure out (laughs) what he's saying. And it's impressive to say the least, but it's also like, overwhelming um and he had said that the laugh from the the kingpin the episode yes um may have come from a interview done by the the actor so that's where he thinks that it had come from because it only is just a laugh and he doesn't even know and i remember sitting watching the show and willie and i were with like uncle and then we looked back at the TV and I was like, they're not showing his face on purpose. We know mm. who it is. And we were like, mm. and we just sat down. We're like, yeah, we're right. Totally. I will say um, Ryan uh, texted me when he watched this episode and said, oh my gosh, the camera work. So I know that the camera work was a huge, I'm very excited to actually get to sit down and watch. Um, we didn't, we didn't talk about the trick arrows. Oh my god, different trick arrows that were around. (laughs) I thought the putty one was funny. And then the Pim arrow that came down. That was the best one. That was was the best one. Listen, the U the USB arrow was the one apparently (laughs) that they used in what if. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) And that like saved that saved everyone. So listen, so Kate thought that the USB arrow was, you know, a dud, but it it could save the world, right? So I thought, yeah, I thought the trick arrows were great. We have some other good um, comments here. Um, Where do you want me to start? Yeah. What Um, about Ryan's comments? He literally laughed out loud at some of the interactions between Kate and Clint. He's loving it. I think we we agree (laughs) with you. Um, oh, this is great. Oh, Mary Ann, a plunger arrow. What is a plunger arrow? I don't know if you got a clogged toilet. I just think of those those old um, Bugs Bunny cartoons where they had the plunger and they'd pull it back. With yes. <laughs> oh, you have to shoot those across and then you somehow uh, at a building and then you hang on the yes, line and go across, right. right? Yeah, that's well, what you use a plunger arrow. Mary Ann also said, um, I also love how Clint and Kate are just every man characters. You can really yeah, relate. Yeah. I That resonates with me. 
hard. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, Ed, you, Ed needs to rewatch. He's saying he, wow, I missed the Daredevil crossover reference. I'll have to watch episode three again. Yeah, Ed, it's it's great. Oh, here it is. Um, and yeah. Ed also is saying Daredevil is awesome. And all hail to the Astro geniuses. He's referring hey, to us hey, to, the, to the late the Platoonettes, which hey, I still I that love term Thanks, from Platoonettes. I from love Platoonettes. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. The next follow-up question is, what do you all think is going to happen next? Rebecca, what do you think? I think there's still so many unanswered questions. They, they, the first two episodes really followed um, the mom's new fiance and what is his involvement with the murder of the, of the, his, is it his uncle? His uncle, yes. Ar- his Armand, uncle as well. the, like, yeah. Armand, the, well, the, what is it? The third, the fourth? Something, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they, they trailed that for so long. You know, I don't, I, I don't know where that storyline has gone because in the third episode, it really wasn't right. talked about at all, if very little. Um, so that whole thing has to be answered. Mm-hmm. He's obviously related somehow. The mom's going to get pulled in related somehow. Um, and then with the tracksuits, we obviously have to figure out who is Echo working for. Um, obviously, I think it's the uncle um, of... Her, her uncle, yeah. I think, is who she's working uh, yeah. for. So Kingpin, maybe. I don't... There's, to me, so many different storylines and only three episodes. I'm expecting mm-hmm. a second season where one of them will be met. I can see this ending on Christmas Eve and stuff being still un, yes. unspoken about. Um, season two will open up next year on Christmas. You know, there's so many things. And I, it wouldn't wouldn't put it past Marvel and Disney to, to stretch it out that long. Um, so to me, I just, I want to see a resolution on one story. So I'm not having to like with six different characters, you know, but um, I, I, it could go either way. I think that they're probably going to focus more on the Kingpin side of things for now and then wrap it in with the murder. And maybe they're working for the mom who I have no idea. Um, but I just want to yeah. see more of the dog, the pizza dog, because he was left inside all day. Um, so I would love to see him. Yes. Pepperoni. Gina, what do you think? So I also think that I agree with I agree with Derek here. Echo is working for Kingpin, who is, I think is her uncle. I think that whole Daredevil thing is going to tie in for sure, for sure. I also believe that Jack did murder his uncle. And I agree with Marianne because she said Jack is broke, killed for the inheritance. Now we'll see why. I agree that there's a murder there. And I believe that everyone's working for mom. I think mom is the top of the food chain on this thing. So it's going to all come together in this huge climax. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam, what do you yeah. think? I, I actually totally agree with you, Gina. I think the mom is involved too. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just Jack. We've got to find out more about Jack though in this next episode because we know Jack has his has the Ronin sword to uh right. to Clint's neck, right? So something has to resolve with Jack. We're not gonna find out everything about Jack, I think, in this next episode, but we're gonna find out something more and obviously now clint knows that jack has the ronin sword because it's being held to his throat so mm-hmm. i'm not sure exactly where this is going to go i agree with rebecca we're gonna ha- we're having multiple storylines and we may have multiple villains or there may be some crossover between jack and the kingpin you know tracksuit folks i don't know um 
I'm thinking they're probably different villains. They're probably separate villains, but there could be some some connection there. But yeah, I don't really know where this is going. Um, but I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, but I do want to see more of Pizza Dog also because I love him. Pepperoni. I I love him and his one eye. I think he is literally the cutest thing ever. And I want to see more trick arrows. I know Rebecca has something else she wants to add. Where's Yelena? She, she's in a trailer where, like, she's also the only other part of this I think that we haven't seen. She may, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. So, she I do think it was interesting the comment that um, that Clint made about who killed Ronan that it was Black Widow because, yeah, obviously she didn't physically kill him, but she did. Her sacrifice for him is what brought his family back. What brought you know what what brought them. Yeah able to come to defeat Thanos. And so her sacrifice is what made him stop being Ronan and being back to Clint and Hawkeye. So, you know, I thought that was an interesting commentary sort of in the philosophical sense. She did kill, kill Ronan. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> um, Derek, who is not with us tonight, who should be paying attention at a middle school band concert, um, <laughs> said Clint gets home on Christmas Eve and is out of it. Uh, I'm guessing passing the label is what you meant to say, passing the label on to Kate. Vicky says, Ooh, this sounds like a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is very true. Uh, Ryan, Charlie Cox is the best thing to happen to the MCU Netflix shows. And if they bring any part of Daredevil in, listen, there is one thing I will say, again, having watched so many of the shows and movies, Daredevil is the superior uh, fight choreography. Oh, it's amazing. Fighting mm. choreography in Daredevil is so good. Remember how... <clears throat> when we were watching Shang-Chi yes. and it was like almost like a dance. Daredevil has a lot of that in it. Totally um, agree. So, so good. It, and, I think, and- I think that series was just fantastic and it's the best yeah. of the Netflix um, Marvel Absolutely. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. 100%. And Ed coming in hot with the jokes <laughs> said, so Gina <laughs> is mom, the queen pin. I, she's on top. She's even ahead of them. She's. I think she's the top of the food chain. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. And then, and Mary Sam agrees with you exactly. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. so next week we will watch uh, Hawkeye season four. So yes. or episode, episode season, four. the whole season, season four. Uh, episode four. But that Hawkeye is not the only thing we watched this week. We also watched Adventure Through the Disney Archives, um, <clears throat> which is really exciting. I enjoyed it. Gina, you're going to kick us off. What was your favorite thing that they showed? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have two favorite things. I couldn't pick just one. But my first favorite thing was when they were in Walt's house, when they went back to his home and they're in the backyard and they have the exact photo of where he was standing. And now they have the photo of today. And I just looking over at the Hollywood Hills, he's in Los Feliz. And I was telling my husband at the time, I said, we're watching. I said, you know, I can visualize this. I love knowing where exactly on the map he lived and being able to look at those Hollywood Hills every night. That was like amazing. The second favorite part, because I'm a Disneyland person, born and raised Disneyland, California, um, was the train when they went to the train station and they had the Mickey plush that rode the very first circle around um, 
Disneyland USA. And that yeah, on opening just, day, right? That, yeah, yeah. Disneyland USA. And I'm like, I ride that every, I ride that every time I try to do that. Oh. And they, when they changed the train track to build Galaxy's Edge, there's now a left turn in the train track. And there wasn't, it was all, it was a circle. Now there's a left turn. So I was thought, well, I got to be part of history. I got to ride it when it was all rights. And now I get to turn it, ride it with the one left turn. Anyway, that was my favorite it. part. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I also had two. <clears throat> My first one uh, was when they showed where the picture was taken of Walt in the doorway, uh, with the Mickey on the wall. With um, that was so cool. I always yeah. thought that was taken in his studio. I never realized that was taken in the house. And the story behind here is how we piece together where this picture was taken, looking at the phone in the background. And um, <clears throat> to me, that was just fascinating. Um, okay, I guess I have three. I'm sorry, I have three. Um, the Sleeping Beauty book. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I never realized that that was an actual book. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't realize it either. Yeah. And so when, when they opened it and they were like, no, this is this is the book. I was like, ah, that's so cool. Like just to be just to be in the presence of that. Um, <clears throat> and the last one was actually I didn't expect for me to like it as much. Uh, they showed it was one of the original, it was on a document Mickey or um, Walt drew a picture of Mickey and then signed it. And it sounds so silly, but to see a hand drawn Mickey by Walt signed Walt Disney that has become the signature that is on everything mm-hmm. uh, that just took my breath away. So yeah, Sam, cool. what about you? I I'll pick two items. I loved Mary Poppins bag. I mean, who doesn't love Mary Poppins bag of magical things, right? It was, that was uh, just a a wonderful thing that they were able to acquire. I think they said it about 12 years ago or something. Um, So that, and then the other thing I, I enjoyed seeing was the, the piano in Walt's office. Not, I wouldn't say Walt's office necessarily fascinated me, but the piano that the Sherman brothers would play their their songs for him on and that he always asked them to play feed the birds and that i just thought was a really heartwarming you know iconic moment but also the a a cool piece of history that it was that piano rebecca so for me i don't really equate emotion to the things that I see in Disney movies, but to like the people. So the thing that stuck out to me is not really a thing, but it was the Disney legends wall that they were walking around with the handprints of everyone. And then they had the the different like interviews with some of the people. Um, I don't even know the actor who plays him, <clears throat> Luke Skywalker. Um, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. So his, I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> if there's anything I don't know about, it's Harry Potter and Star Wars. And I'm, I know I chose one. Yeah. It was the Marvel and that was it. I can't do more than that. That's fair. Um, but just for me, it was just seeing those stories and hearing those things. I loved that we got to see a lot of, oh my gosh, the former C- Bob Iger speaking about these people. Um it was just fascinating to me that, you know, it's the same reason of why I love at in front of the Chinese theater, Hollywood studios with everyone's handprints and signatures to me that those are, those people have shaped my childhood and my, and my, you know, love for Disney. And so it was really awesome to see their handprints again and, you know, featured in their movies and their little like sections and stuff. So I thought that that was really cool. 
I also really loved, <clears throat> I can't remember exactly who it was. It was a woman who came, she said, so-and-so, someone was her uncle, I think, or her grandfather or something. And she said, there were, I walked into the studio and there were all these photographs that I had never seen before. And she said, I spent hours just getting to know, I think it might've been her grandfather. I can't remember. Do you know what part I'm talking about? You guys don't remember that part? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. It was a woman and she was looking through um, the photographs and he had worked for Disney. He had done, I can't remember his exact name now. If anyone remembers his exact name, toss it in the comments. Um, and she said, he died when I was one. I didn't know him, but there were all, they discovered all of these pictures that I had never seen before. And I just spent hours looking at these photographs, learning about this man who I'm directly related to that I never got to know. And it was like spending time with him. And I just thought that was, that was really cool. I, it reminded me of um, when I was cleaning out my grandparents' house, uh, I found letters that my grandfather had written to his sister um, when he got to the beaches of Normandy and when he got Mm. shot in the arm. And then when he had to have his arm amputated and finding these letters that I had never seen before and pictures that came along with it, it just reminded me very much of that moment. So I love that. Um, And then, so, and then I will kick this one off first. Did the show work? Yes. Yeah. I think it worked. Um, The, the, uh, Oh, Oh, hey there, Rebecca. Don't mind me. I'm just here polishing my china, but like casually not doing anything. (laughs) Have a seat while I polish this picture. That felt a little forced. Yeah. A little bit. Um, But I did enjoy, you know, unlike Gina, I did not grow up (laughs) Disneyland kid. In fact, I didn't grow up a world kid either. I became that many, many moons later. Uh, it gave me a little taste into the history of Disneyland. And I think even if you are a world person, even if you are a Paris or Hong Kong or anything, you have to love and respect the history from Disneyland because that's where it all began. So yeah, I think it worked. Graham, what do you think? Oh no. (laughs) I have to say it, it, it didn't really work for me. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I got through it. I watched the whole thing. Um, but it really did not um, draw me in like some of the other, you know, history or background shows did. I I don't know. I don't know if it was the sort of the cheesy hosting the way that, you know, what you're talking about, Kate, or if it was just that it was like, oh, here, look at this picture or here, look at this item. But I, it didn't feel as connecting as I wanted it to be. Um, it also felt like they were just sort of jumping from place to place and item to item. And there was no theme running through what they were talking about. Like, at least when we've watched some of these shows about a particular ride, we are seeing items and hearing about, you know, how that ride was created. And and, and so there's a, a theme weaving through the entire show. This just felt like, oh, let's see what crap we've got in the warehouse, right? And let's just pull it out and see what people might be interested in. But none of them have any real, you know, stringing together, except for the fact that maybe Walt touched this thing at some point. Right. So (laughs) to me, it just I it didn't work for me. I would 
you know, in the sense of that, if I, somebody asked me, would I watch this again? The answer would be no. Um, uh, I, I probably would have turned it off, um, you know, partway through, if not for the fact that we were going to be reviewing it on tonight's show. Um, I didn't like hate it. Like, Oh God, I need to look away or anything like that. But no, it didn't really keep my interest. Rebecca, what did you think? Um, so I am not the biggest history buff documentary type person. So I was like drag. Then I was pleasantly surprised that it's not a boring documentary where we just listen to people talk. And then I was like, this still sucks because it feels like I'm on a college campus visit. Cause it's like, <laughs> yeah, he can take you around. And, and I'm like following him everywhere. And I was like, this is strange. Um, so no, it really didn't work for me only because I, I watched it again because we were doing it for the show. I picked one thing that really did was really cool to see. Um, but it was on in the background while I made dinner tonight, not a, I'm going to sit and watch it and drown myself in Disney archive history. So it was, it was all right. <laughs> Gina. Um, I'm, I'm 50, 50. So Parts of it were amazing. And I was, they were, I was expecting imagineering story. Like I was, had this high expectation of imagineering story quality and it wasn't that. So it fell flat for me, but I did like some of the items that they did showcase that I would never see before. And I've been in Walt's studio at Disneyland. I've never, or in his office at Disneyland, I'd never been in the one that they pre that they showed. And I never saw that kitchen. That kitchen was amazing. That, 1950s kitchen that they rebuilt just blew me away. So for that, just for that alone, I liked it. The one thing I hated was that they were in the Hollywood Hills and then 10 minutes later, they were in um, Anaheim. That is so wrong. Where's the five-hour traffic? I was really upset about that. I'm like, nope, he wouldn't be there in an hour and a half. It's a five hour. It'd be five hours, especially he's going at, oh, he's going at two. No, there's no way he's going to make it. So that was my one thing, oh, my 50%. I couldn't, oh my I couldn't buy it. No. Because I can visualize it like you're in Los Feliz. To get to Anaheim on a good day with light traffic, maybe an hour and a half. So no. <laughs> That's <laughs> not thing. a thing. That was the thing. He didn't live near Disneyland at all. He was not near. It was not close. It was a long drive. Anyway, yeah. that was my only uh ryan said the way this show was hosted and filmed was so good it was so engaging <laughs> okay. okay um <laughs> steve said yes the book was his favorite too um he also said another favorite was the heimlich ride car i have great memories of the most exciting ride <laughs> um, okay. for those of us who are not land fans what ride is that from so it's called the choo choo it's the slowest train and it goes around and heimlich just eats his way around that's PCA. phenomenal it so cute it is the cute it had smelly vision it was super cute yeah it's that not is, there anymore but yeah, it, it's adventures campus now yeah. that's why yeah, that's the chew yeah. chew. I love that. Yeah. Um, Steve also said, yes, it was a little cheesy. And boy, did he take the scenic route to Walt's <laughs> office? Yes, <laughs> he, yes did. he did. Um, Derek said, word for me, reminded me of the old reluctant dragon with Peter Benchley. Yeah, a great look into the original studios. I will say, uh, if you have ever been, um, Really, you kind of have to be a cast member. But if you've ever been backstage at Disney's Hollywood Studios, a lot of the um, studios and offices in there look very, very similar to everything that they showed um, 
at the Disney Studios. So it like the the theming, the text, like the the font of all of the signs. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very similar. Um, Derek also said if we were doing pixie dust, it's a three. Wow, oh, wow that's high for him. Yeah, that's uh, Vicky. Agree. Unrealistic LA traffic. <laughs> we're in the same, we live in the same area. She knows. She knows what I'm talking about. It's not yeah. he's not gonna get there in a blink. <laughs> so, I like it. It's I I probably won't watch it again. I also feel like a lot of the things that they showed were just repeats of the Imagineering story yes. behind the attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times can I see um, Mary Poppins's horse? True. You know, how many True. times can I see uh, some of the blueprints or the the screen, the cell thingies from certain? So, yeah, it was fine. Um, we do have more coming up next week, Rebecca. What are we doing next week? So next week, like previously mentioned, we are going to be doing Hawkeye episode four. We are also going to be reviewing National Geographic's The Rescue. This was suggested by a friend of our show, Vicky, and it's about the cave rescue of the boys' soccer team. I remember that story. It I was do too. Horrific Riveting. at worst, but amazing to you know to see. Coming in two weeks, we are going to be watching from the vault. Muppet Christmas Carol with trivia. Cannot wait for that one. Our Christmas spectacular. It's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm so excited about the rescue. I also remember that happening. And I remember being glued to my phone and the television. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Yes. If you, my friend, listen... Y'all, we love to hear each other talk and we love our own opinions, but we also want to do and critique the things that you are watching. We want to talk about the things um, that you love or don't love about Disney+. Plus. So if you have a suggestion, please, please, please email us, plusplatoon at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to talk about what you are watching or what you love Trust me, we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So let us know. You also can leave us a just a post on yes. Facebook. It's true. Or, not, or on Instagram. Or Instagram, exactly. Yes. Or, or hit up Pete on Instagram. You know he what? Is running Send up Instagram. a smoke signal. Send an owl carrier <laughs> pigeon. We've got this. Don't you worry. But if you do send carrier pigeon, I ask you to send it to Derek because um, (laughs) (laughs) that would be very funny. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, do us a favor. If you're enjoying the plus platoon, please, please go leave us a review. Uh, It helps get the word out. I know from the bottom of my heart, I love getting to hang out with my friends every Tuesday. Um, We've had girls ladies night tonight, though we did miss Pete and Derek. Um, getting to have Gina and getting to hang with my girls is always fun. Uh, we love you all. Make sure you subscribe and follow and share all the good stuff. And hey, we'll see you next Tuesday, you crazy tuners. Make good choices. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then-
then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.